Welcome to the Keep It Up Listen Podcast, where we discuss lifestyle, fitness, and motivation. I am your host, Uplift, and I have with me the man behind the camera. Talk to the people. What's good, folks? How we doing today, man? Thank y'all for coming back. <laughs> Welcome to the Saturday Book Series. I really enjoy this series. I really enjoy the podcast. We created this podcast because of mindset, right? And a part of building your mindset is uh, learning, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing things that I'm learning and, you know, we're walking people through it because I truly believe in self-improvement. Ultimately, that's what we talk about on here, right? We exercise in our brain. If you you exercise your brain, you exercise your body, all of these things will help you self-improve. Most definitely. You know, and I truly believe that this is true and it's not because i'm reading the books or we're on camera or we have microphones i've actually lived this okay right yeah you know you know i worked at i worked at sprint for a while i was selling phones i hated it Mm -hmm. so then i got a job i hated the fact that i wasn't at home Mm -hmm. so i got a job at boa okay right yeah and as a personal banker and that didn't work out. I hated driving to D.C., but I was going to have weekends and holidays. I thought that was the greatest thing. I just that knew that's great. what I wanted, right? I never had that. So. <laughs> right. So I got the job, and I hated it every day. Mm-hmm. The, the commute, going into D.C., learning about banking, <laughs> right? There were some things I took away from it, the money, learning about money, but I really hated it, so I quit. And it seemed like life went down after that, mm-hmm. right? Mon- the got evicted. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble, had some legal issues, mm-hmm. and I was unemployed at this time. I just couldn't get a job. Right? Couldn't get a job doing anything. I couldn't get a job doing what I was doing before. Right? I was going on interviews. I was down. Right? And got evicted. Yeah. <laughs> and. Had nowhere to go, had no job. I was about to get my car repossessed. Right. There was a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. And I was able to persevere. You know, I went back, finally got a job at uh, another cell phone carrier. And the first day that I was in training, they said you could sign up for certifications, mm-hmm. technical certifications, because I knew I didn't want to sell phones. Right. And I signed up for my first cert. It was an A-plus cert. It was like a hardware, software, or it was a hardware certification. Right. And every day, right, after I started actually being on the job, my manager often would come up to me and say, hey, man, you know, what's next for you? Because you're doing a great job, so we think you want to move into leadership. I say, no, I'm pursuing tech. Right. Right? I'm taking these trainings. I'm doing these certs. And for about three years... I was really giving up weekends. I wasn't going out at certain times. Mm-hmm. I put my head down and I ended up when opportunity came, cause I, I got turned down a lot, but when opportunity came, I was able to get the opportunity in tech. Right. And even when I got that tech job, I was able to, I still had to push and prove because people knew I was new to tech. Right. right? I didn't have much experience. Right. So even there I had to work my butt off to learn just to perform at that job. 
And then I knew I still wanted more because leaving that uh, the second cell phone job, I took a thirty thousand dollar pay cut. Okay. To work in tech. Right. But I knew I what I wanted. Right. Right. So then it took me three more years to finally catch up the money and level up there. But I had to get more certifications and more training. Of course. So this podcast that we do is a podcast of experience, (laughs) right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to share that with the listeners and let you know that I'm not just talking it. I'm walking it. Right. I live this. Exactly. So welcome to the book series. We're talking about the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership today. Mm. And I know this isn't a leadership podcast, but I feel like you're either leading or you're following. True. And if you really want to succeed in life, you're going to have to lead something. You're going to have to be the man or woman of your house. You're going to have to lead your kids. You may have to be the leader of your friendships. If you are improving your life, you're going to improve somebody else's life. That's just how it happens. That's how it works. (laughs) Right? Someone's going to ask you or, you know what I mean, you're going to motivate them to follow you. So the book gives 21 laws of leadership. I am not going to go. I'm not going to take you guys through 21 laws of leadership. Okay. Right. I'm not going to walk you through this, but there were some laws that I felt that we should touch on. And I feel like everybody should read this book. It's a book by uh, John C. Maxwell. You know, he's um, a leader of leaders. He's, he actually has like equip or something like that, which is a, leadership program that's nationwide it's globally actually it's global it's a global okay. uh leadership program where he really goes into um different countries and builds out leaders and it's it's been around for a while okay and he's he's been on you know multiple motivational podcasts and stuff like that so I may reach out to him see if we can get him on here Maybe. but the law of Respect is the first one that I wanted to start with. Law of respect. Law of respect. Okay. Tells a story of Harriet Tubman. And that's why I wanted to <laughs> start with that. Because uh Harriet Tubman is was born in Maryland. Yeah. Maryland farmland. Mm-hmm. You know? And we are some Marylanders, if you guys don't know. It's just it's it's wild to me that this happened. But she she was able to free slaves, but it talks about the respect that she was able to acquire but I feel like she touches on so many different laws in her story mm-hmm. because her husband <laughs> said he was going to rat, rat her out, man. He was going to get her locked up <laughs> if she went to try to, you know, free slaves and, and flee to the yeah, north. She was going to rebel. Yeah. Right. So she had to leave him and flee to what Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Well, that was the first stop. That, that was her first stop. Yeah. But the law, the law of respect is so huge because she worked so well as a leader that abolitionists and revolutionaries of different of a different race yeah. were supportive of her efforts, which were dangerous. Yeah, completely dangerous. Right. I mean, just, I mean, I, I just want to put it in perspective. It's like you had to get. These people to trust you, you know? Right. So 
I'm glad that we talked about the respect aspect of it because that's how much she was respected amongst, you know what I mean, I guess even the slaves. It's funny how I'll try to find a better word for that, but yeah, they were yeah. slaves, right? Yeah. To trust her that, hey, man, I know a way to get us out of here where we can be safe. We won't be killed. We right. won't be taken back because if you get caught as a slave, what they do? Chop your feet off. Who knows, right. man? Right, feet, beat fingers, you, kill you. You know what I mean. Torture make, you. Right. You know what I mean. And, and I know in certain aspects, if you was an adult, you run away. They'll just kill your one of your kids. So you're taking a huge risk. And she had so much respect that people would take this risk with her. She had so much respect that they called her General Tubman. <laughs> but she also had so much influence because when she went to pick people up, and there there's a law of influence. When she went to pick people up, if they tried to run away, I'm not going to say, I don't want to say it, but slaves, if slaves tried to run away, she would put a gun to their head and say, yeah, you're going to no, die. There's no turning back. There is no turning back. Yeah, because you're going to get everybody caught. Right. Hmm. And, but that also talks about, that's leading to the law of victory, hmm. where you have a unwillingness to lose. To win. Oh, unwillingness to lose, of right, course. Right, right. <laughs> like, no matter what, as a leader, we're going to get this done. That come hell or high water, we're going to get this done. Mm. And you going to die, or you going to come with me? And and hey, ain't no changing your mind. Yeah, so <laughs> we going to win. <laughs> yeah, that, that was wild, bro. It's just like law of sacrifice. She sacrificed her husband, right? In business and leadership, you have to sacrifice sometimes to, to make sure that your people are happy. You have to take L's. Right. Yeah. As a all person. the time. Trust me. Yeah. Her story is impactful to every law in this book. Okay. The law of momentum, right? She was doing that for 10 years. Bro, they had a bounty on her head for a bounty on her head in 1860 for $12,000. <laughs> You know how much well, money that is now? Well, that's got to be millions. That's $403,000 okay. today. That much money, and she was able to be supported by senators. Okay, yeah. Right? Abolitionists, revolutionaries, white people. <laughs> white people were helping her. Yeah. You know, she moved 300-plus people out of slavery. Come on, bro. Is that not a leader? Man, that's the ultimate leader. It's, it's funny that the John C. Maxwell went there. <laughs> like, he really took it to a place, you know what I mean? Yeah, For, bro. To, to point out, you know, the leadership ability. And that was just one chapter. He put her in a law of respect, but there's, you know, I mentioned the law of momentum. I mentioned the law of sacrifice. Well, I mentioned the, the law of inner circle. You know, she was out speaking talking about how slaves need to be freed and or come to the you know go to the north to get your freedom right and she had a twelve thousand dollar bounty on her head right. at that time which like we said is four hundred and three thousand dollars <laughs> and she was still able to be safe mm -hmm. you got to be operating with people who bang with you yes that's right you know what i mean it, this book ultimately talks about as a leader, you take the lead, but you also take the fall. You take responsibility. 
and you understand that without people, there's nobody to lead. Without creating leaders, you're not a good leader. Mm. This is a really good book for people to understand because the the biggest thing is that you have to be able to lead yourself first. First, <laughs> first and foremost. And that's why I really love this book. And that's why I told the story of how I got to where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of my stories. What? You know, I was facing jail time and trying to get a job at the same time that said they would look into my record. Mm-hmm. And I was homeless. What? And I was living in a car that people were trying to repossess. Self-improve. Pick up a book, watch a video, documentary, whatever, or listen to the Keep It Uplifting podcast. (laughs) Keep it uplifting. Make sure to like, comment, share, and most importantly, keep it uplifting. Keep it uplifting.